welcome to the Weekly Discover. Hell yeah. My name's Jenny Myers. I'm Chris Morley. And, uh, it's just us. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I love this intro track. I already have it saved. Yeah? You like that? Yeah, this, this is a good choice, sir. Oh, thank, thank you, man. man. This is a Ride or Die by the Budos Band. Yes, it is. That's what we're doing today. We're running or dying. Yeah. This is the release radar. Yep. Episode 9? Episode 9. We're almost double digits with the release radar. That's pretty cool. Coming at you. Hell yeah. Well, what we have here today is a compiled playlist of songs interchanging between JD and I's release radars, and we will decide whether the Spotify algorithm did us right and gave us some spicy tunes, or if they slighted us and gave us, I don't know, ear aids, something yeah, along those lines. Some kind of crabs of the ear canal. Yeah, we'll see. I, I know pretty much all of the artists that we we have on here, or the majority well, yeah. of them. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be it should be a good good mix. Some more modern, some more larger names, I guess, <laughs> are popping up in, in this playlist particularly. Yeah, and I mean that's um that's what Release Radar does too. Also, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it usually branches genres, but it's usually more popular. Also, it doesn't get as deep as the Discover. Right. It just it's totally cool. Those are some new options. Hell yeah. Let's have a little fun. Let's dip our toes in different exactly. areas. Exactly. Fuck it. Let's, let's go for it. What, um, what have you been listening to recently? Man, honestly, just my daily mixes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a steady week. We've had we've had some busy weeks. Yeah, so we, we we took kind of a, an extended break. Yeah, just uh, over the last week for sure. Yeah. I was feeling a little sick. I really? missed I missed my last Remicade appointment, man. So that's I was, uh, bad I was fucking feeling, news. Yeah, I know. It was just get, get you a fistula. I had to be on the liquid diet for like a week. Oh, that's tough. I, I didn't. I still made myself breakfast, though. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, you know, dude, I'm breakfast, breakfast all day, every day. Yeah, so. That's been fine, but we took a little break. I'm totally okay with that. I know. Um, daily mixes for me. What about you, man? Um, my rap daily mix has been really good. Same with the Sad Boy, but I rediscovered a band called Crooks UK. Oh. Nice. Um, and I just kind of cracked out on their album for like two days straight. It's another one of those situations where I break my own heart, where they drop something in 2015. I haven't heard anything <laughs> since. They always do it. They always do it to you. Always me. I don't get it. But their their drummer is absolutely nuts. Their songwriting is really fun. I like them a lot. Um, one of the tracks we had on here, um, "Heroin" by Bad Flower. Yeah, I've been listening yeah. to that a lot. It's really good. Their yeah. other stuff's good too, but like that song in particular really sticks out to me. Just rung true for you. Yeah, it's it's just so good. It's yeah, very good. You told me to check out Crooks. I, I definitely checked out the first track <laughs> of yeah. that, that release. It was good. The drums were banging. I gotta, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to go back to it because I mean, it wasn't really, it wasn't in my cup of tea. Yeah, for I was the saying, last it's, week. it's not really up your lane, which is totally okay. No, no, no. I mean, not just this past week. You know how it is. Like, oh yeah, we fluctuate. Yeah, you, our music we, we, we get in moods and we listen to certain things. I know I've been listening. Yesterday, I spent like the whole day listening to, like Moose Blood, and making myself cry and shit. So that was yeah, why is that? That's fine. You're just not feeling alright. Um, yeah, I mean. People feel down, but I'm feeling better today, and I'll feel better every day going on. Hell so, yeah. That's the way to do it. Damn all right. All right. Cool. Let's say we get into this. Uh, yeah, I'll do a hard cut on my my ride or die. Yeah? By the Budos band. That was the Budos band. Yeah. Um, I'm starting off this week. Um, I know this band. I'm not sure what to expect from new music from them, but I like pretty much all the stuff they do. So we'll see. This is a new single, Disconnect by Basement. All right. Once again, revisiting the... The rainy day, sad boy, summer. Yeah, when did this come out? All it says is 2018. It doesn't say what day it came out. Oh, August 1st. August 1st? All right. So that's, we go. that's pretty new. Yeah. Good. That's real new. Because I, I haven't seen... I don't think we've seen anything from them since, like, 2016 or something. They're just... They're fun. They're from the UK, I believe. 
believe. Let's find out. Let's find out. Oh, 2017 is when they dropped their... Let's take a journey. Deluxe. Born in Ipswich. Where's Ipswich? Chris? Ipswich. Ipswich. I didn't even know the place. It's a fucking place. Let's find out where... Ipswich. Ipswich. Suffolk, England. There we go. Nice. You're right. I had a feeling. Nailed it on the head. These guys are kind of unique when it comes to this subject. I'm always talking about how bands either have heavy accents or none at all. Mm -hmm. You can kind of hear his sometimes. Only in certain occasions, so that's why I had like an inkling. You know what? That's funny. That reminds me of an article I read um, earlier this week about Iggy Azalea. Oh man, a linguist and phonetic expert like went into depth on why Iggy Azalea is unrecognizable to sing sometimes, or like unrecognizable. It's what am I trying to say? Um, you can't, you, you you can't, can't really distinguish what she's saying. Yeah, exactly. Because she's mixing like her like local dialects and like rap culture at the same time, Thanks so the words the are not real. <laughs> Yeah, she like rolls her, her double consonants and has like really strange affectations that only exist when she sings, which is the funny part. It's like a different. It's not voice even style. when she's talking. Yeah, it's like she activates like a separate part of her her thor- like diaphragm and like kicks into high gear. That's wild. It's the fuzz pedal. This is dude. This has been fun. I'm not sleeping on this. Yeah, no, they're they're good. This is actually more high energy than I expected from them, yeah. but I like it. It feels good. Yeah, it does. It's a good summer track. Feeling it, man. I'm feeling the disconnect. Yeah, I um the great disconnect. I have like fucking like maybe like ten songs already saved from Basement. They're they're really good. They're one of these guys that are always like reliable in this like sad punk genre. Just consistent. Ten songs, Chris. That's like their whole discography. Oh, just kidding. I, I, was, they... I was only looking at the first three. <laughs> <laughs> I was only looking at the singles. My bad. Oh, you good? You good? They have a couple out. People listen to like what the fuck. Their newest album was really good. The, um, the single "Aqua Sun" off that album is one of my favorite songs of all time. I can I can say that confidently. Yeah, it's a great track. It's one of those bands that they're established enough within their genres that fans argue over whether the older stuff is good or not, even though they only have like two or three records. Yeah, like there's still a disconnect between the fans because of how great their albums are. Yeah. Consistent disconnect. Disconnect. Theme of the podcast. I said it. Disconnect. See how disconnected I get by the end of this. <laughs> gonna disconnect from. We're unplugging ourselves. Oh my god! You'll just be running the charisma and be like, "So what do you think of that?" I'm just like looking out of the distance. I'm like, "It's alright." <laughs> just full disconnect this, by the end of it. Yeah, this basement track is really getting to you, Chris, huh? I guess so. It's putting me my feelings early. I like it. Speaking of unplugging, Warner Labels just uh, sold all their remaining shares in Spotify. Holy shit! Yeah, so. Spotify is getting unchained. I guess so. Also, they are the largest uh, music streaming service worldwide. Not in yeah. America, but worldwide. I saw that on, on Reddit. That's pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. It's Hopefully they'll improve million. their fucking service. So. Hopefully they'll pay their fucking bands. Yeah, <laughs> that, that too. I'll, I'll prioritize that. I'll still have dead spaces if the bands get paid. Yeah. That's what I'm in it for. All right, that was fun. I like that. Yeah, that's I a save for it. me. Yep. I like I like everything they do. So. Yeah, algorithm worked. Way to go! Thumbs, Thumbs up, up, algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm excited for yours. Yeah, I like anything I've heard from these guys. This will be fun. This is Electric Fires, the new single from Black Peaks. Good old Black Peaks. I like these guys. Yeah, when did this drop? August 3rd, Chris. Nice. Pretty new. Five days ago. Yeah. 
I love their drumming too. Yeah, man, they're. Uh, this is fun. They're good. They have a very unique sound, and it's similar to a lot of different things. But I feel like it stands out. Though. Yeah, it's definitely unique. It's just good. Yeah, it's one of those things where Black Peaks sounds like Black Peaks, but it could be for fans of insert these bands because it draws enough similarities. Yeah, but they they definitely like hold their own sound, which is very very nice. It's kind of fresh these days, honestly. It is. And we've had... Have we had a Blackpink song on here? Uh, I don't think so. No, yeah, we've, we've had Can't Sleep at Home. Their latest three singles, yeah. Oh, sweet, yeah. It's cool. Actually, I really like the uh, album art that they've been choosing for the, signal, uh, the singles that have been coming out. I feel... I feel follow me here. I'm going to make a... I'm going for a long one here. <laughs> you got to take it down. to toss a Hail Mary. All right. I'll catch it. All right, you're looking at the album art. Spotify. You look at their 2016 album statues. I feel like they kind of grayscale, almost like Edgar Allan Poe, Plague Doctors art style that they have there is very indicative of their sound. Yeah. It's very crisp in that album. Uh, and then you look at these singles, they have like these huge splashes of color and stuff. And it's very they're abstract. very nice together. I like it. I think it's a precursor for the sound that they're going for because as I'm listening to this song, mm-hmm. it is a lot more abstract than their older stuff. It's a little more atmospheric. Yeah, it is. They're adding new layers to it, and it's, uh, like, this track specifically builds really well into this, this shit, this little groovy. It's nice. Picking up that ride symbol. Yeah, gotta love that, man. Always. Just chipping away at it. I'm liking how, um, almost like BT Bam, like, the, the background vocals are. Just kind of like, like... I'm not necessarily soaring, but I, it's like waves. Yeah. It's very nice. Very nice. And during that, that last little section, the drummer wasn't... He was, like, flaming around, like, teasing at a groove the entire time. Yeah. And like, four different grooves, and he just didn't pick one. That's cool. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm a sucker for, for good drumming. It, it, it automatically puts it, like, three or four plus on, like, the scale of ten for me yeah. to have unique and good drumming. What do you like better, Chris? A good groove or insane technicality in your drumming? I know it probably differs from music. This is true. I would say um, from, from genre to genre, artist yeah. to artist, even yeah. even part to part in a song. If you were going to have a drummer in your next project, Chris, yes. what would you be going for? Probably groove, yeah. personally. Also because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do technical music ever again. It's too fucking hard. Well, then probably. you could lay down the groove and the technicality could come on you got the fucking funk, dude. It's so, true. The one, one thing I've got is funk. Do you hear this? This is fucking heavy as hell. I'm liking this this riff a lot. This is like a much better version of what Muse tried to do in like 2001. Because fuck Muse. Yeah, fuck Muse, man. <laughs> that was really good. It 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 just kept growing as it went. Yeah, that was fun. It, it did that that thing that's one of my favorite things where... You get to like the end of the song, and you're like, "How the fuck did we get here?" <laughs> so I like that a lot. So, yep, that's a save for me. Thanks, Black Peaks. Thank you. Let's uh, move on to your track, man. This is gonna be weird. I um, I, I previewed so a lot of the songs. Uh, this one's gonna be weird. I'm liking it though. This is a wonder. The last track we had from them was Wonderland, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm hoping it's in the same same style. Let's <laughs> let's find out. This is out of my head. New single from Churches, featuring Wednesday Campanella. All right, all right. I got, I got to look into Wednesday, huh? Yeah. It looks like a solo artist. No, actually, it's a couple people from Japan. Get ready for this shit. 
fucking anime scenes. Oh, hell yes. I love it. Fuck yeah, dude. Especially she's got a, a connection to Tyler, the creator, also. I believe it. I bet Tyler fucking bangs out with this shit. Dude, Tyler's totally a weed. Yeah. No, I, have no, I have no proof of this, but I know for a fact that he's an otaku. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt behind that statement. I can't back it at all, but I am still confident in saying no, that. No, that's... Um, I'm, I'm, I believe you. 100%. Awesome. I, as, as you said it, I was firmly set in reality. Yep. <laughs> there we go. This is the truth. This is the truth. So, uh, speaking of the truth... Yes. Stick to your guns, Amir. Co-headliner tour with Wage War and this band called Sanction. I had no idea about this. That's pretty exciting. That's fucking sweet. That's, um... Within within the the subgenre, that's kind of a strange lineup. I would never picture Jesse Barnett and fucking Frankie, Frankie Palmieri being like a stage outside just of like tour. meeting in like L.A. or something. Be like, bro, bro, just like dap each other, oh like co-headliner. Like, yo, we should tour sometimes. Like, yeah, totally, dude. And then they actually do it. It's probably just Victor and, and No Sleep being like, hey, no, they're not. Uh, they're on Pyranoids. Stick your guns on Pyranoids. Yeah. Is Amir still on Victory? Uh, maybe Fearless. Maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sumerian got them. Chris, uh, I hate to tell you, but I like my version better. Your version? I like I like the idea that they met up on the street. Oh, that's so much better. I like your version much better, also. <laughs> but I think you're right. I think you're probably right. It, it's possible. I mean, these bands get in talk. Yeah. Um. When we go to the tour, we'll ask them. Yeah, we'll we'll ask. It's saying here on, on Google that it immediately pops up with Victory, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're still on Victory. They have to be. That's unfortunate. They signed like an 800 album deal yeah, for, for like 15 years. What if... I wonder how bad their first contract was. I mean, they were just kids from New York. I'm sure it was terrible. Man, that would be that would be a fun podcast. That horror story contracts, just like contact any oh, musician you man. can get people to write in. That would be, be like, insane. Tell us your your worst contracts. We get like fucking terror from uh, no um uh, Tyler Tyler from Abacab. Oh my god! Because that was Sumerian's first disaster. Yeah, was Abacab. Yeah, you're right. Oh man, man, Ab- I've heard that in a long time. I only just now remembered. I haven't thought about them in probably years. You know what's funny is I heard about Abacab in Florida before I even moved up here, and oh, they were shit. like they were more more local local up here, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're um Virginia. Yeah, dude. And this was like back when I was like 15 when the hardcore scene was still in its internet, like its continental fledgling years. Yeah, it's before before like death deathcore got like oversaturated. And not yeah, not oversaturated, but also like more populated. I've, maybe this is a bold statement, Chris, but in the past 10 years, I feel like awareness of the metal genres, like metal community, has spread and become like has a much wider audience. I think it's, I think that to be true. Yeah, yeah. I, I can agree with that. Like it, it's huge. It's any, anywhere you go, man. It's true. It's becoming it's becoming popular to like. Maybe it was like just my closed metal thinking music. at a young age too. That's also possible. I've I've had that that inner dialogue before, where I'm like, maybe I thought this was just like not as inclusive. Yeah. And I thought it was more. I thought it was cooler yeah. for me to be a part of something so small. But now but it's cooler. To I don't. Me. I don't know. It's even cooler. I think. Yeah, I think certain mindset is. You it, know, it's huge. Yeah, it's it's more inclusive now and i think that to be a good thing 
Because mm-hmm. that also means that there's going to be more money in it, which means hopefully people can pay their artists and support them to keep releasing music they want to release. Right, right, right. Yo, that was out of my head by churches. I like that. I have a spot for that. I have an Overwatch playlist for that. Yeah, so. know, that was good. I, I don't like know where that. that's going. I have actually no idea churches what your are, next church. Churches are solid. I really like churches. They're fucking solid. They're good. It's, I don't really listen to much other music, like anywhere around that type of music. Yeah. But... They really, they really got it together. I think it's the V instead of the A. That's what makes me it's like them. It's got to be. Yeah, if you spell churches without a V replacing the A, you'll never find them. You'll just find a bunch of churches. Churches, a U, I mean, not Ch- A. Chiverches. <laughs> Charches. Charch. Charches. <laughs> yeah, all right, as you were saying, the next track uh, coming up. This yes. This is Sinaitis Tempo with Coffee House. Sinaitis Tempo. We've had Sinaitis Tempo, right? Yes, he is. He's the uh, local boy. Oh, cool. Local home. The DC guy, right? Yep, yep. Very nice. He's the guy who has the uh, comic coming out, too. Oh, yeah. I wonder yeah, yeah. how that's doing. Let's check on his comic. Yeah, let's 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 catch up with the guy. All right, what's Sinaitis Tempo doing? I wonder if I'm saying it right. What if the entire time I'm saying it wrong? I don't know. It, it looks like Sinaitis to me. Nathan Peters. Oh, you know, he's from Mount Rainier, Maryland. That's fucking cool. Discussion with somebody um, about this recently. Oh, How in Pittsburgh, Chris? <laughs> Should we go? I want to see. I kind of want to see Fallout Boy. I want to see Fallout Boy to say that I did. And the thing is, like, they're big enough that I assume their performances are very good. Yeah, yeah. Even if I don't like the music, which I've really, like, really disliked the past few records from them. But I don't know. I kind of want to. I want to hear some of the old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and to say I've seen Fallout Boy, they're Dance. they're way bigger than I ever expected them to get. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. And I respect them for that. But I was talking with somebody recently about how for the past couple years or so, their tours make no sense. They kind of just ask their friends to go on tour with them. Yeah. Supposedly, like, Etid's, like, cool with them or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's, that's... isn't that, like, an insane lineup? Like, that's ridiculous. Electro radio pop punk with chaotic hardcore yeah. and mainstream rap. That's, that's the tour. I mean, that's what you... That's, that's a full plate right it's there. It's pretty cool. That, that's super cool, yeah. and I support that. But also really weird. Yeah. It, it's it's strange, but I am welcoming of it. What kind of people? You know those the the fucking meme of the people like holding their each other's wrists and like oh, a Celtic yeah. knot. <laughs> I wonder what the classifications for people going to that show would be. 
Oh my god. Well, the, the, the easy form of it would be Fall Out Boy fans, um, Machine Gun... No, no, it would be um, like E-Ted fans, and then Machine Gun Kelly fans, and then the middle would be Fall Out Boy. That'd be the common. Yeah. Because I, I guess a lot of people our age like grew up with Fall Out Boy or whatever, and... I don't know. I, w- I want to find a funnier one, like the type of people, the stereotypes of people. Trashy poor millennials. <laughs> Kids who still wear bandanas to shows. Oh, my God. <laughs> people with X's tattooed on their hands. I don't know. <laughs> Something ridiculous. That's, we'll work on this. We'll yep. get this. We'll get this for the, yeah, the, the, we're, we're the live shit posting take five yeah. that we'll do. Yeah, we'll... we'll uh... We'll workshop this. Come back to it later. All right, that was tonight's tempo with Coffee House. That song actually made me feel calmer than when we started. That was a very nice track. I enjoyed it. That's what he does. That's what he does. He has most of his music is of that of that vibe, and it's a uh, it's definitely good to relax yeah. too. Good I know to I, to. I say it a lot, but I'm actually going to listen to that record. Oh, I really am. Yeah, do it. I do promise. It <laughs> Now's the time. Yeah, what this, you got, man? This is going to be a little different. Um. I like a couple tracks from these guys. Their their music's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely well. The name is weird. I, that's the reason I listened to them first. Like I think like five years ago or something like that. This is Avoidorama by Drug Church. <laughs> my life. They're kind of like to me in real life for me. In yeah. Real life <laughs> version of punk. I like them. They're they're okay. a little they're a little okay. more gritty. Yeah. And. The vocals and lyrics are weird. They're different. His melodies are strange. He's pretty self-deprecating. I like it. Yeah, they're um. I got into them 2013 with their record Paul Walker. Nice. Wow. Yeah. With such great, <laughs> um, great song titles as "Thinking About Joining Drug Church," reading YouTube comments, learning to, learning to speak British. And attending a cousin's birthday party. I want to be a pastor in the drug church. Of the drug church. I want to be a fucking. I want to get baptized in the drug church. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, this is good. This kind of. Huh. It sounds like a familiar amalgamation of like some forty-one in like Alice in Chains or something. Something a little grittier. Yeah. I can get that. Uh, maybe it, yeah. It has, it has a, you know what I'm going for, but this is. I, I feel like, I like this. These guys are fun. So I'm pretty easy to listen to. It's not it's not anything like I throw to, but it's good. They kind of just like sludge along. They got good tones. Focus is weird and I love it. I love it. Has like a definitely yeah, definitely has a death tone vibe too. A little just bit. Down tempo. Yeah, gritty yeah. like you're saying. Mm-hmm, definitely. That's probably what appealed to me at first. That and the shock of them naming the album Paul Walker like right after he died. Yeah. But I mean, their name's Drug Church. They don't give a shit. I guess not. You know who doesn't give a shit, Chris? Who? Nicki Minaj. This is 100% true, and that's okay. You know why she doesn't life. give a shit? Why this time? She just announced a new radio show. A new radio show? I wonder what they're going to cover. Queen Queen Radio. Queen Radio. Jesus. Hopefully she doesn't have 6 9 on the show. I hate 6 9 so much. It says here that these guys' drug church are from New York, and for some reason that makes so much sense to me. What borough? 
find out. Multiple boroughs? Um, Albany is where they're from. I don't remember which borough that's in. Probably multiple boroughs. Well, I was just thinking, like, New York City boroughs. Huh? Aren't boroughs only allocated to New York City? I believe so. In, the, in like, the general? I'm not a New York. I would say, I don't know shit about New York. The boroughs are just in the city. I'll have to, I'll have to phone a friend. Yeah, we'll have, to get a, we'll have to get a specialist on another podcast on, because we're Australian special, I guess, yeah, experts. We don't we, we know about Australia. We don't, we don't know anything about where we live <laughs> at all. When we have um, D on the podcast, he'll... Um, He'll break down New York for us because right, he's, he's a Harlem native. All right, good, good. I need that lesson. That's a save in my book. Yeah, it's fun. I definitely have a spot for that. What haven't I saved yet? Nothing, nothing. This has been... They're really going easy on us so far. Wins. And I feel like it will continue to do so at least for one more track. Yeah. Let's get into this. I fucking love this song name. <laughs> <laughs> this is All Them Witches. All Them Witches! All Them Witches! With their new track, Fish Belly 86 Onions. What does that mean? <laughs> that means they want a fish belly without onions, Chris. <sighs> I didn't without. know that. Is that the actual like restaurant talk? Yeah. 86 is 80s. without? Yeah. Why? Because 86 is technically the term like, they don't have any more in the restaurant. Oh, all right. So, if you want to say, like, quick talk, Fish Belly 86 Onions. Interesting. I, I never would have known. That's, that's pretty cool. I just thought it was like word salad. Yeah. Like, fire hydrant run yesterday. <laughs> like, like the one uh, scene in Emperor's New Group when <laughs> Kronk is in the kitchen and just like fires back the order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I forgot that these guys are from Nashville, but that also makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Nashville's got the move. Maybe I'll be able to see them. I'm going to Nashville on Sunday, Chris. I'm excited for you, dude. That'll be really, really cool. Yeah, I'm going to be there for two days. I'm going to see if they're playing. You should. Oh, man, if you can catch them like, at one of those fucking bars, that would be the greatest. That would be so good. Damn, we need business cards so I can hand out the podcast and be like, hey, we talk about you all the time. Check it out. Hey, we compliment you a lot. Check it out. Would you? Would you plug our podcast to a band we shit on like if you got a chance to meet muse would you ask them to listen to our show oh i would yeah 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 i'd be like come on yeah Def- that would defend that, yourself exactly i think that would be the best situation which would be which would be awesome i mean if anything he's they, they still win yeah exactly because they're rich and famous and touring the world doing what they love yeah so they're whatever they're, my opinion doesn't mean exactly anything. right because there are millions of people that compl- obviously disagree with yeah, my awful opinion. Which is okay. That's my favorite part about living in a free country. Yeah, maybe he'll. Maybe they'd be more at home, chilling in here with us, instead of people that were just trying to suck their dicks. This is very true. It might be a pleasant change of pace for them. It could be. Or they might be miserable as we shit on them. <laughs> no, the shitting's already been done. It's been done. I want them to to argue why. Give me, give me the artistic reason why that's the vocal yeah. style. Break it, break it down for us. Let us, yeah, let us know. Come on, pod. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is an official invitation to Muse. If you somehow <laughs> listen to this, please come on, Matthew Bellamy. I believe your name is. Ooh, off rip. Just um, come here, man. Like we, we'll give you lots of lots of fresh filtered water. We might yeah. get some champagne and a foot bath or something. Yeah. But yeah, come on, defend yourself. We'll let you pin a band onto our Australian map, which has been delivered and is hanging up behind you, Chris. I'm so excited. I need to. I need to backtrack our our goddamn 23 episodes. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, we got time. 
was going to have to pack it up soon anyways. So. This is very true. The Champagne Sunroom might be relocating. It's more than likely relocating soon. Yeah, it'll be it'll be upgraded, though. Yeah, it'll, it'll totally be an upgrade. I, I want a fireplace. The Champagne Dojo. The Champagne Dojo. Hell yes, where you, you harness your, your inner strength and sharpen your skills. Yeah, the Sun Dojo. Champagne Sun Dojo. Where photosynthesis and martial arts could become one. Oh my god. I never thought the two would meet. But here we are. Here we are. Mason jars. It's 2018. Jesus. So we use it. so we use instead of wood blocks, we use mason jars. Just breaking mason jars. Yeah. Chopping mason jars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nothing good will come out of that. The best case is you bruise your hand on it, not not break it. As opposed to having a fucking handful of glass. Yeah. But you know what? It's part of the sacrifice. It's character building. Life it's is pain, right? That's what we teach you. Existence is suffering. Religion Ex- said that. Accepting it is the first step in happiness. You might not get any further, <laughs> but at least take the first step. Yeah, take that first step. <laughs> that's, oh, that's good. So I tell myself every morning, every morning. Hey, man. <laughs> Everything sucks. Let's do the best we can. That's what I'm in for. Oh, I read something What'd you read earlier. A quote that is perfectly relevant to this situation. Let's see if I can remember it. I've got faith. The literal definition of life is whatever you're doing that's not making you kill yourself. <laughs> I vibe with that so heavily. So literally whatever you're doing, whatever it is, breathing. Yeah, that's fucking You're fantastic. succeeding. You're Holy succeeding. Shit. That's good. Damn, I like that. That's that, that's very good. Yeah. I'm gonna get that on one of those motivational posters on the wall. <laughs> Just have our friend's dog Arcanine's face on it. Let's in the new place. Let's paint it like one of those really shitty, like text paint murals oh on the wall. Oh my god! We'll just have that as you walk in. Shitty as in. I'm sure there are beautiful renditions of it, but we've seen um, good renditions of it. Yeah. At the, um, when we were wards of the Talbot home. Oh uh, yeah, true. You're right. Bitten or unbitten, this is a house of God. Yeah, that's, that's what it said. That was bad. Because they're too. werewolves. <laughs> like, literally, their family lineage points to them being werewolves. <laughs> they're fucking werewolves. They are. It's pretty sick. That's why they're out of the ranch now, though. They got that, those acres to <laughs> them run acres around. To run around when the full moon comes out. Yeah, it's a rampage. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. This, um, this track has just been grooving for five and a half fucking minutes. Yeah. How did we get here, Chris? How did we get here? one of my favorite questions to ask when it comes to music specifically. One of my least favorites when I'm in Baltimore. How did we get here? They're just wailing right now. Yeah. Barely any vocals. They had a little bit. A, a spattering in the beginning. Yeah, which is which is nice. That was cool. They're a jam band. And I support them. That was really good. I actually do have a spot for that, so I will save that as well. Actually, uh, speaking of rollbacks, I listened to their first live live album, I think, over the weekend. Oh yeah, and how the vocalist comes across? There, he just comes across so calm, so chill. Yeah, like a really nice guy, just a good guy. That's cool. Yeah. I like I like that vibe. Well, when you're playing that kind of music, he's probably smack. So yeah. that's cool. Maybe a little bit like they they call for an encore, and I guess they, uh, that wasn't you know there is an encore right that they're yeah. having a show. And they walk in like. It's not a long wait. They don't. They don't like draw it out. It's just like a five. So as soon as people were like one more song, you know, like yeah, sure. And they just like walked up and like, well, you don't have to say much. We're we like playing. You don't have to try too hard to convince us. <laughs> and they just go back into a song. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
I feel like this that's definitely they're in the genre where live albums are really, really something special. Yeah. I got um Queens of the Stone Age's live album in like two thousand seven or something, and all the songs are like like either one to like seven minutes longer than the actual nice. album versions, and it's so good. Can't really pull that off in heavy music, really. I don't know. I think you'd have to have some really talented musicians that have different genres that they can tool around with. Yeah. Or that jam a lot together. And I know. The, I think that's rare nowadays. The example that comes to my head is Inner Shikari's live album. Oh, stellar. Yeah. yeah. And they managed to reimagine and mix their own songs. Yeah. Like, that takes so much effort and creativity. It's absolutely insane. Oh, my God. The track where they go slipshot into Jester. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. So perfect. That shit's nuts. God damn it. And they um they did another one where it went something into Gandhi. I think they went... Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Arguing with thermometers into Gandhi. That's a that was slammer. fucking nuts. So good. God. Yeah, I guess all heavy music has going for it are piano renditions now. <laughs> Which brings me to <laughs> the next song yeah, let's, that let's I go. brought for a speaking point. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys have been on my fucking release radar for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah, like... Pretty much every week. And, like, I liked a couple songs from them when I was in middle school. <laughs> I'm, I'm not all about this fucking radio punk, but this is Voices Off Camera by Rise Against. This what, is, is, what is this additional text after Voices Off Camera? Um, Ghost Notes Symphonies. It says Volume 1. I guess they did an entire album of their songs like this. Wow, that was quick. We were joking about it. When did this come out? It says 2018. 2018. Was this before or after? After 27th. So let's let's check Architects. Yeah, check out uh, check Doomsday. I'm checking Doomsday. July 13th. Oh wow! Wow, they put it out in 14 days. So literally two weeks after Doomsday. <laughs> Is that suspicious, Chris? Are we canceling Rise Against? Because that sounds that's some suspicious. It's, it's pretty fuckery. easy to cancel Rise Against, but. The sad, people, the sad truth for me is I think Rise Against is too big to have paid attention to Archi- Architects dropping a piano single. You know, I think you're right. I think you're right. But I want to argue that Architects ain't nothing to fuck with. This is true. Architects are huge, but way more so in, like, the UK yeah, yeah. and in the rest of Europe. They're still big here, just like just like Inner Shikari. Like, they can sell out club tours here, but right. they're playing stadiums in the UK. Right. Whereas Rise Against is playing stadiums here and the UK. Yeah, they're like headlining festivals in Russia. Yeah, shit like that. Doesn't make them good. You know what, Chris? I'm gonna... Maybe they're, maybe they're pals. That's possible. A lot of um, unlikely bands are friends with each other. Going back to the Fallout Boy, Every yeah. Time I Die thing. Machine Kelly. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're pals. It's possible. They probably met at a festival, more than likely. I know architects heavily like playing festivals. Yeah. Well, yeah. even if they don't like it, they do it heavily, which is great for them. Right. You know, Chris, yeah. like my boy K-Buck says, imitation is the sincerest form of battery. I guess architects should take it as a compliment. Take it as a compliment. They started something. And now, now they got me all fucked up liking a Rise Against song, because I really love how piano sounds. Mm-hmm. Not the biggest fan of his voice. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. If they got Sam Carter to do it, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't imagine listening to an entire album of this unless you're a pretty big Rise Against fan. Yeah, you'd have to like all the songs that are on there and have that kind of magic of hearing them reimagined by the artist. Yep, yep. Which sure. I can I can say, if I were a Rise Against fan, this would be an absolute treat for me. Yeah, you know, his voice doesn't sound too bad. It sounds pretty nice for, from what I remember, playing Need for Speed 2 yeah. and listening to Rise Against on that. It's, this mm-hmm. is, his voice sounds better. Yeah, well, he's had so long to, to like, craft it and whatnot. And I guess in this rendition, he doesn't have to push himself. Whereas, like, when they're doing their normal, like, easily consumable, like, quote-unquote, like, punk music, mm-hmm. he's going to strain his vocals more because that's the sound you want out of a punk song. Okay, yeah, I liked it. Fuck off. Whatever. All right, you can you can save that one. That's my break. I'm just not... Yeah. It's not my... I can't appreciate it. I feel I don't, you. I don't have the fandom to appreciate it. I get that. I get it. I might go into this album and see if they, they do the songs that I liked from from my coming up yeah. and see if I like those from more. Come up. I'm not going to save this one, but I am going to look at the album and see if they have yeah, the re- older tracks. Yeah, man. Revisit that. After Sonitis Tempo. Of course, of course. It's a nice tempo first. And maybe this next one last. Hey, see. You never know, Chris. Never know. This is Tokyo Snow Trip by Iggy Azalea. Fucking Iggy Azalea. This is off the Survive the Summer EP. I was just talking with um, Dee the other day. I, I didn't know she was still making music because I hadn't heard from her in a while. So yeah. It's good to see she's still going. I'm just on the fence of whether I like, like what she's doing or not. Hey, there it is. Shout out to earlier in the episode. Can't understand what she is. The dopest, the dopest. Have no fucking idea what you're saying. Oh, she had a track with Charlie XCX. That's pretty cool. I like her. Yeah, she hasn't dropped an album since 2014. Well, now's the time to fuck. Four years. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah. She dropped other singles. Iggy, what are you doing? Well, she dropped this EP. Iggy is such a good name. I don't know. I love that name. Yeah. It's a good name. <laughs> the notorious IGG. She's dropped a, a slew of, of singles and remixes this year. She has a track with Quavo. Damn. He's a feature whore, man. You know what I'm talking about? He's got a baby coming, right? No, um, no, no, no. Maybe I'll. Offset. Um, right. I think he had. No, Quavo's Quavo, 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 got a baby coming too. I think Quavo's had a kid since like 2009. Yeah, he's got a kid. child support or something. He's got a kid. He's got child support to pay, man. Exactly. So you got, you got to hop on those features, man. Yeah, man. You got to get your ad libs in where you can. I get it. I totally get it. I wish the beat was a little more interesting. It's a, it's a decent beat, but I feel like with this kind of beat where it's kind of like. Like push down. Yeah. You need to have the energy you know over it. What I'm not not necessarily her her like her calm style of flow. Yeah. Or her like kind of like low key kind of flow. Like I'd want like like ski mask or like like someone like ODB just yeah. like like going ham over it or like right. Tyler even. Yeah. Because Tyler that. can do every style. Right. I can. Yeah. I can see that. Whereas like her, it's like it's like calm flow, calm beat. Yeah. It was very vocal. The emphasis was on the vo- on what she was saying, her vocals, for sure. Whatever she was saying. So I wonder if on second listen, looking at the lyrics, if mm-hmm. the beat emphasizes the better parts of the verses. I think I actually will Maybe. listen to it again, just to hear it. That was the second time I listened to it. I didn't like it as much as the first time. TBH. Yeah. So I feel like it might have done the opposite of grow on you. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. That was Tokyo Snow Trip. 
My Iggy Azalea. Iggy, Iggy, Iggy. My lips got stuck together. That was oh, weird. It happens. It happens. It doesn't. It seems like. Dude, we've managed to go this far into the episode without an explicit tag. Holy shit. And Until now. You're bringing it. Yes, I am. Um, I'm kind of excited to check out this track because supposedly this is like the banger of the summer. Yeah. Coming in at four minutes and 20 seconds long, we've got No Brainer by DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, Quavo, and Chance. Hell yeah. I'm pretty stoked. Because all these guys dropped a track last summer, also with uh, Wheezy on it. It was actually a really fun track. It was, it was a summer bang. Yeah. I like it. It's no brainer, man. It's no brainer, that's, um, that's a lot of features. That's an expensive fucking track. That is an expensive fucking track. But if anybody's got the money, it's going to be college. He doesn't need pussy. He's got the money. Yeah, no, I, I hold that against him. <laughs> I definitely hold that against him. He's not a fan of blacks. I mean, he is. He's just not going to put his mouth on it. I bet Jay Beavs is. Oh, I'm sure. I remember um years ago, somebody... <laughs> Um, leaked a photo of Justin Bieber sleeping in her bed. She was a Brazilian oh, prostitute. Yeah, yeah. And she said that he was well endowed and performed well. And I was like, well, yeah, if you're going to oust Bieber for sleeping with a prostitute, like, you better say he's good. Yeah, right. Or they're coming after you. Right. I feel like they had to put so much auto-tune on, on Quavo to match the singing prowess of Justin Bieber. You think so? It was, it was a little strong earlier, yeah. which kind of just makes me want him to not be singing and just rap, I guess. But he's always been the melodic of, of the Migos boys. Mm. So He's got a good singing voice. I just think they overproduced it a little bit, but that's Khaled's job, I guess. Yeah. I'm excited for Chance's verse, though. Chance is so fucking good. I've seen him live. Oh, it was it was fan- it was a it was a performance. Yeah, it was fantastic. Everything just kept flowing. There was no pauses, no anything. Nice. He did he did his verse from this song. So he had the it, the sample of the beat running in the background. So he did his verse and then flowed that into a bunch of other stuff. Because before that date, I'd only known his solo work, his two albums. Right, right. Um, supposedly he did a lot of like like Tiny Desk kind of stuff out in Chicago huh. with like jazz bands and stuff like that. Huh. So he, he did some of that, and that was really cool. Nice. He's just he's charismatic. He's talented. Chance of the fucking man. He's got it. He's been a, a shining beacon of light for white rap fans all over the world. <laughs> Took a little bit of the weight off of Gambino's shoulders. Nice. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, it is. I enjoy it. This is a summer banger. I'm just I'm I'm curious because we've got two minutes left and they already had Quavo and Chance go. So what are they gonna do for the last two minutes unless they're gonna do more or if Beaver's gonna take it instead of just doing the hook? Who knows? We'll see. Saw this fucking meme with DJ Khaled. It's like, hey, it's a nice song you got there. It'd be a shame if someone yelled my name over it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he does. He's gonna put his brand out there. That's true. Oh, they're giving Bieber a verse. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. For the majority of my music listening life, it has been so much fun to make fun of Justin Bieber. But his last record is actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah, he's he's becoming a musician. Yep, he can't hate him as much. This is true. He's a, he's a talented individual. I don't know if he writes his music, but his his last record was pretty good. 2015, Purpose. Yeah. I don't know if this is racist, Chris, but I feel like there's an inverse 
graph action going on with <laughs> the less I like Drake, the more I like Justin Bieber. Do you think that's... Is that fair? Is that... <laughs> no, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not racist because Drake's not a human. He's a chameleon. God damn it. He's a lizard. He's a lizard man. You know what Justin is too, probably. That's, that's possible. I don't know. Justin's made... Made more mistakes than the average lizard. <laughs> he, he's fucked up a lot. His roast was pretty funny. He's a first generation lizard, okay? He's it's first, he's a first generation. He always known as Earth, so he's grown up like a real human. This, this is true. You're giving him the human experience. <laughs> yeah, they're really they're testing. They're seeing how reptilians adapt. I guess adapt to humanity. Can, yeah, how how we can coexist. <laughs> That'd be a good song for like a a party. I have a I have a place for it. I'll put it there. I'm not going to listen to it regularly. Because it's, it's not as, as dark as I usually like my rap. I'm, or it's violent. Yeah, I'm not going to save that one. Because if I could recommend it something in that genre, I want it to be Run the Jewels. Yep. 100%. Nah, I mean, it was, it was fun. That was a good summer jam. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a background song. Yeah, it is. It's definitely like a party song. Yeah. Which is not my taste in music. Mm-hmm. But I do have a place for it for people who do listen to that. Yeah. So. Meh. <laughs> Let's move on. Yep, hard left here. Hell yeah. This is Polka Dots and Moonbeams by Chet Baker. Featuring John Horler, Jim Richardson, and Tony Mann. Oh, that's, a, that's a lot of features, too. Yeah, it is. I have a feeling this song is much less expensive than the last one, though. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we're... This is the lounge. It says Chet Baker was a primary exponent of the West Coast school of, of cool jazz yeah. in the early and mid 50s. He's a trumpeteer. He's a bad dude. Is that so? This is a uh, an extended track, Chris. So I think <laughs> well, we've got plenty to talk about. Yeah, we got tons to talk about. Let's go ahead and get into this. Sure. You hear about this Bangladesh student strikes? Oh my god, yeah. I was I was um What the fuck? Dude? I saw it as the, the top post on Reddit, like the day all the like real violence started coming yeah, out. I was yeah. I was with my dad because I was I was um just hanging out with him and I was like, dude, have you seen this shit? Yeah. And he had no idea because the person the top post on Reddit was literally like someone like, I'm a student here right. in the protest and the like the police are beating us. Help, please. Yep. Because they shut down all the internet access in the country. You were getting like you had to get VPNs out of like 128 kilobytes a second. Mm-hmm. Take you like 15 years to load. Fucking anything. insane. I don't. I don't. I can't. That's nuts, dude. And I, then, I can't imagine being in that kind of environment. Yeah, man. I guess I'm. I'm lucky and blessed to. Have I have a coworker that imagine. lives there. Yeah, he works overseas and he lives there. I should. I should ask. I should inquire. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, as long as you're doing so in like an, an educational or inquisitive, yeah. be like, inform me, like, how is this happening? Why are is this happening? Are you okay? Yeah, like, are you fine? Is your family fine? Yeah. I think I think he lives in a more prominent area, but still, that's. Yeah, I saw um somebody who had posted about it, and the first comment was like, "Look, we'll do everything we can, but they can track your IP, and you need to run now." Damn. And I was like, "This is real. This yeah. is actually real right now." Yeah. Watching this shit unfold live, absolutely nuts. That's scary, dude. I, I I really don't know much about it, so I don't have a firm grasp. So if anybody wants to educate me on it, please do. Yeah, bring in the education. Let's bring a, a world politics podcast. Oh my god, the episode's changing, dude. And then in fucking, I guess uh, the top post right now. Let's uh, let's just hit the top page. Sure. Fucking. There's, there's um, a plug for you, Reddit. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia right now, they uh. 
arrested the daughter of a feminist activist who's living in Saudi Arabia. The parents were already in jail and had already been uh, sentenced to like 100 lashings and 16 years in prison. Holy shit. So they arrested their daughter. Um, and like, I think the sister and another two members of the family live in Canada mm-hmm. and Canadian embassy workers in Saudi Arabia like tweeted out their disappointment asked for the release because they said there's no reason why she needs to be arrested yeah it's pretty much under false pretext pretext like her father um, or her mother her parents yeah anyways Saudi Arabia <laughs> has recalled all of their Saudi Arabian citizens. They told all in Canada and across and overseas. Oh, I did see that. They've told all the people in Canada to dump whatever assets that they have in Canada and return immediately, whatever the cost. They're suspending trade, all this other shit. And it's like, it's becoming like a, like, what the fuck? This is the darkest timeline. They're literally, someone tweeted something angry and they're pulling everything that they have all of their reaches out into into mm-hmm. North America, they're pulling them back home, just ripping their claws out. All their trade deals, all their negotiate anything. Like they're kicking nuts. our embassy people out of the country. It's the literally or their embassy people. Sorry, Canadian. it's the world version of a kid getting pissed off and like I'm taking all my toys back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like it could be economically catastrophic. Yes, to do this and also catastrophic on a personal level for all the people that have to you know. Like, hey, fuck you. Drop your life, your career, and your family, back. and come back to your home country. I can't, I can't fucking believe that, dude. That's nuts. I can't believe that things like that can happen. Yeah. So weird. You know, band we had on the podcast last week on the Weekly Discover, Fit for a King. Yeah. Uh, their uh, tour van trailer crashed. Oh, sad. This seems like it happens more often than it should. You know, Chris, I think it's an infrastructure problem, and I think... We need some infrastructure changes in our roads. I can I can agree with that. That's my platform. I immediately always think like the people are just exhausted because yeah. touring so hard and the band yeah, the, right. the bands don't get enough money so they're driving overnight. Yeah. And it's just like with truck drivers when they, they fall asleep at the wheel and cause an accident. Like I, I feel like sometimes it's something to do with that. Yeah, and most bands don't have a pl- like an, an accessible plug for meth and cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't. Get they, those, they can't just get the trucker those, crank. Right. They don't have the amphetamines. <laughs> They stay up for access. 72 hours right. doing Sudokus and driving across the country. All they have is monsters. Oh, my God. Even then, they have to scrounge up their change to get the BFC. Right. And if you're drinking more than one of those bad boys a day for a prolonged period of time, you're getting... You're hurting. Sick. You're getting sick, <laughs> sick ulcers. Yeah. Like, that's that's no good. Your fucking kidneys start to fail. Yeah, man, that's a... Jeez Louise. That's a no bueno. Yeah. How are you feeling about this track, Chris? I'm really enjoying it. I, um... I'm trying to stifle my laughter at the thought of if someone came in halfway through this podcast during this part, they wouldn't know what we're about. It's just been six minutes of this jazz track while we talk about world news. <laughs> I'm Dan Rother. This is world. This is how the cookie crumbles. That's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the cookie crumbles. I'm Wolf Blitzer. And this is Champagne Sunroom News with James Donald Myers. <laughs> Hey. Make sure you blank out your, your name. Yeah, man. I'm Christopher Kendall Morley. Look me up. C-K. Match, match me on, on Tinder yeah. so I can give you the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know the CK stands for, right? Cranky Kong. Kong. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That CK. Be... I should get a red tie with the CK on it. Fuck, yeah. 
I wish I was more more outgoing and ingenuitive when I was a child and be like, you know what, I'm gonna go by CK now. <laughs> Just have have one of those names. We'd been CK and JD in college. That'd be sick. Nope, here I am, vanilla as hell. I am Chris. Christopher. I'm Christopher. Well, my name's James. <laughs> James. That's Fantastic. That's, that's, that's how you say it? Name. That's how I say it. Cause I that's how the specific enunciation goes? Yeah. yeah. If you say it any other way, they've got you messed up? Yeah. You won't be able to find me. I won't answer. <laughs> You're just still looking the other way. Someone's like hanging from a cliff. They're like, James. James. They look around like, why isn't this guy answering? James. They look at me. I'm just like, head back, sleeping. And they're like, oh, fine. James. And you're like, oh, shit, I got you. I got you, dude. I got you. That was a close one, wasn't it? That, that was a real close one. Why didn't you get me earlier? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. Did you see that um, the Delaware's Prada is doing a 10-year tour for um, with Roots Above? What? Yeah. I'd be more excited if they didn't suck so bad the last time we saw them. I know, but getting a chance to hear assistant to the regional manager again. Yeah. Uh, what was the fucking... Oh, I'm going to have to look them up. Um, Big Wiggly Style? Big Wiggly Style. <laughs> God, the, the the song names were so good back then. <laughs> they really were. They were true artisans of the hardcore, the metalcore. Yeah, the first song, song I, I ever um, saw from them was Dogs Have Beards All Over. <laughs> Mine was Danger rough. Wild Man. The Danger the Wild Man. I want to hear. Yeah. Ah, no. Green and that's pretty fucking sweet. And then they get to do Louder Than Thunder, which I thought was deep at the time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is a this is a sad song. I'm sad. I hate buffering. Sassafras. Sassafras, that's a good one. That's a great album. I think that album honestly had a, the biggest impact on metal in general of any of their albums, anything that they put yeah. out. And they were huge influences for so much of the scene, this even before true. that. But yeah. I think with Roots Above, Branches Below is the pinnacle of Devil Wears Prada. I think that was their best record. Yeah. I think that was their... Um, this is also another lofty claim. I think that was like their Constellations. Yeah. And being parallel Ooh. to August Burns Red. Yeah, you're right. Because Messengers is my favorite, because that's the one I found them on, and I think it's the heaviest, but I think Constellations was the best written album that yeah. they have, yeah, front you, to back. I think you're right. Because I know a lot of OG Devil Wears Prada fans will just suck Plagues. Like, or, Plagues was fun. Or Zombie EP. Zombie EP, too. Zombie EP was pretty fun, though. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was fucking heavy. Dude, I want to see Roots Above Branches a little below. Yeah, I think I'll go. All right. I think I'll go. Yeah, we're we going. should go. We'll, we'll hit the road again. Yep, we're going to that. We're going to Stick to Guns and... Amir. Yeah. We're yeah. definitely going to that shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd love any chance to see Stick to Guns. I've never seen Amir either. And this way, I not that I really feel bad about it in the first place, we can um, dismiss any guilt we have about missing Wage War at Warped. Because mm-hmm, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like, I prefer to see him in a club setting anyway, so I can hit people during the river. You're right, you're right. And I'm sure, you know what, the guys and, you know, the musicians that Frankie has now? Yeah. Okay, correct me, is it Glass Cloud or Tony Danza? Both. It's both. Okay, yeah. cool. Danza was his first band. Right, right. And then he did Glass Cloud with um, oh, Jerry you're right. Roush. You're right, sorry. And now he's in a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name for some reason. He's one of my favorite guitarists, and I can't remember his fucking name. Those are some talented musicians. You know they're going to be able to play their old stuff, too. They're going to play stuff from Guy to Needlework. Oh, man, that far back, looking at a gift horse in the mouth? I think so. I think they might crank it out. I, I just want them, I want them to fucking open with um, 
uh, ticket to the paralyzer. Oh my god! So I'm just yes. literally just punching people in the head. I'm not even throwing. I'm just crowd killing. I'm just like ham fisting the ground. Like I can't even stop myself. I'm just like, oh my god! Just breaking tiles and shit. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fucking good. So, what were your thoughts on that track, man? TBH, Chris. I like it, but those are the horns I don't like. <laughs> those are the horns you don't like. I'm not a fan of of solo trumpet. I guess it's just uh, it was good. It was softer. It was softer than more shriller things I've heard. I would listen to it again, but it's something about it. I got prissy ears. I, you have the right. Yeah, it's, it's your body. You it choose. Is. They're my fucking eardrums. All right. Yeah. Stop giving me shit. Stop giving me shit. You know, it wasn't bad. It made me want to drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't have a place for it. I would rather listen to Sinaitis Tempo. Yeah, very yep. true. Because that's like. The the 8-bit version. That's like this. sacrilegious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I respect it. I respect it. And this was educational for me. And we got a chance to talk about news, so that was yeah, cool. I guess that's the perfect time to do it. What you got coming up, man? Not that. <laughs> this is not jazz. Um, I don't know if this is the one that we, we briefly checked out already, but this is a new single from our boys in Within the Ruins. This is World Undone. Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Oh, they dropped a full album, I think. The end of July. Huh. Oh, no, it's like, that's a, that's a single. You um, you know these guys a little better than me. Yeah, I've been a fan for a little bit. Yeah. Those are some riffs, Chris. Those are some fucking riffs. They have a new vocalist right now, so... Mm. I think this is, um... With their, with their new vocalist. Alright, so this will be how I judge it. There's a little break. They started in 2003. Yeah, man, it's been a long time. Oh, and they got picked up by Victory. <laughs> yeah, yep, they're a Victory band. Shit. But I mean, they put out some great stuff, dude. Yeah. Fucking uh, Creature 2009 and Invade are both. I mean, they're, they're pretty solid. But Creature is just, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's so good. Ew, fucking... What was the, the one single you showed me? I think it was off of Elite Feeding Frenzy. Do you hear these vocals coming in the back? What is that? Not a fan. Yeah, yeah, Feeding Frenzy is the... That's the fucking jam. That's off of Elite. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That song does is the perfect example of what I love from these guys that they're still doing in this song, where they, they, keep, they have the secret weapon. They have that low note. Yeah. But they use it tastefully, and it makes you just want it more. Yeah. Instead of just like doing the mirror and just like holding that out, like they only use it on occasion. Yeah, they're they're withholding it for sure. See, like just there, just like just that one second. Yeah. There. Fucking gross. Makes it so much more impactful. I do not like the clean vocals on this track though. I am not liking this track at all. Do you hear those riffs, Chris? Because it's just been literally nonstop, but not in like a super good way. Yeah, it's just kind of like noodling, like some of the newer Protest of Hero stuff, where yeah. it's just like a lead the whole time. Yeah, but it's not anything powerful. Yeah. Or maybe it feels like too powerful, where it's nothing is distinguishable. And you yeah. got another, you hear the... Is that a solo? I, I think I think I would consider this a solo. You hear those, you hear those, those notes? Yeah. They're on fire. Yeah. He has slinging it. Yeah. They're... Their guitar work is fucking nuts. I do feel you, though, because one of the things that makes me a fan of these guys' music in the past was being able to juxtapose, like, these chaotic, ridiculous leads and going into a groove. 
There's been no real like groove riff here. There has not been a groove riff. This has kind of been more of a, a demonstration of the skill level that yep. it takes to be in this band, this as is... opposed to the songwriting aspect. You're very right. I agree with you 100%. And I mean, I, I don't hate it, but I'm probably not going to hold on to it unless it does something for me in this, this last minute and a half. This lead in the background, this like... Little noodly guy. Tippy taps. I think they're going to set a record for longest lead. Longest length of a lead going on. I think that's what's happening. Maybe that's what they're going for. They're not going to beat Jordan Buckley at the last Warped Tour, though. <laughs> Fucking shit. My, my man, our guy, Jordan Buckley of Every Time I Die, wanted to be the last sound at Warp Tour. <laughs> so their set ended at 8, but Pennywise wasn't done till 8.30. So he played the outro riff of Map Change for 14 minutes by himself while they broke down the stage behind him and cut him off 14 minutes in the Yeah. Good he, God. He was still, like, headbanging and shit, too. He was just getting it. Yeah. He's, like, a meme in real life. I love that guy. He's a movement in himself. For sure. I like him a lot more than the singing. This is the third chorus. How do we do it? The rain pours down, Chris. This sounds like... Baltimore Corp from back in the day. <laughs> it's not really a compliment. It's like when the when the faceless tried to have like clean vocals and it ended up just like wanting to be like like European metal and it, it made me sick. The title of the track was a Definite Giveaway. That was a world undone. And they've undone, they undone a their world legacy. <laughs> yeah. They have it has become undone, Chris. I'm not sure. I didn't like that. Me either. I didn't like the other one, Resurgence, that we listened to. Oh, man. So it's two that they missed out on now. Hey, well, you know what? The best batters are, like you were telling me the other day, are three for ten. So Yeah, exactly. You got to fuck up occasionally to the, know what's right. The master has failed more times than the student has even tried. This is very true. That's similar to a phrase that um that our friend Nick likes to use, I'll be like, what do you know about insert? He's like, man, I've forgotten more about that than you even know. (laughs) That's a good one. That is a good one. Hopefully this next track will be a good one also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see where we go. 27, Make Them Suffer's newest track. It's a good number. They're single. Came out on July 27th. What did you you know? This is another one of those bands I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Where like I respect them and I've I've always seen their name around, but I never really got into them. Yeah, they're a little more watered down, kind of like uh, he's more on the easily consumable side of metal for sure. And they have their streamings, they have like their their like riffage, right? But it's oh, playing the uh, the pinch harmonic button game with yeah. this track would be a little hard. You'd have to practice. I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Usually they focus, have a bigger focus on the vocalist, the singer. Is that a female vocalist? Yeah, she's, she's pretty good. Like, uh, the last record... I love harmonics so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always a sucker for this kind of riff. It could be super generic, but if you're running the, the harmonics on it, I'm like, yeah. They're doing, like they're doing, like, the alternate picking, like, metalcore riff, but just harmon- are they doing pinch harmonics on each actual note hit. I love it. And they're not palm muting. Oh, these guys are from Perth. <gasps> yeah, they're going on the board. Yep, they're going on the board. Make them suffer from Perth. Hell yeah. They were signed to Rise. I don't know if they still are. These, uh, 
harmonics in the background sound like Darude Sandstorm. Listen to it. It's, no, I totally it's Sandstorm. see it. I hear it. They're playing fucking Sandstorm. <laughs> oh my god. On Google, the related artists are Thy Art, Chelsea Grin, Whitechapel, Carnifex, Bean as an Ocean? Huh. And Parkway Drive. Parkway probably just because Australia. Yeah, the bigger names. This isn't bad. Yeah, it's you know it's like watered down kind of generic. Yeah, I don't know if I want to listen like something heavy. I feel like I go more the route of like like brand of sacrifice. Yeah, <laughs> something that makes me say yuck. Yeah. They have a specific place in my heart for sure. Yeah, worlds apart is a great record as opposed to World Undone by Within the Ruins yeah that was uh, <laughs> not as impressive not as impressive I don't know how I feel about this I um I'm kind of not liking because I, I as I've so proclaimed so many times I really like clean female vocals this feels more like on the operatic side though that makes me feel like it's corny yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not I'm not huge on that they're just like background vocals at this point, but maybe this is their single. So, yeah, I'm sure the record will have more to more to bring to the table. Oh, I'm sure. And these guys are, are veterans by now, so they've been around a hot minute. Yeah. So we'll see. If anything, they might just be evolving their sound. We'll, we'll see. Was wasn't huge on it. It was all right. Yeah, you gotta throw Sandstorm into your repertoire at some point. That's that's something that old within the runes would have done. Yeah, they really would have <laughs> fucking throw that shit in the back. And they did the fucking like NFL theme, didn't they? Yeah. God damn it, that was so good. Man, that track was okay. Dude, world world undone was almost as bad as their cover record, Fuck. as within the runes cover record. I forgot that existed. Yeah, they they covered. Oh, what was it? Um, um. Oh no, carry on, my wayward son. Jesus Christ, the Kansas cover was so bad. What what did we expect? What did they expect? I don't know. I don't know, man. But it was it was not the greatest. Oh, that's suffering. It was so upsetting. I have a feeling this next song might be suffering too. Let's find out. Take oh. me into it. Lead the way. Yep. This is um, East Side by Benny Blanco with Halsey and Khalid. Nice. I don't know Benny Blanco. What I'm, Halsey on? I'm not a big Halsey fan. Uh, We've had Khalid on before. I like that kid a lot. He's got a great voice. Yeah. Um, I used to like um, used to really really like one of Halsey's tracks and like it's still a good track but as it went on I realized how annoying her singing style is which we'll see I'll try not to ruin it for you you might like it but I won't I won't point it out until until she's done or if we just talk through it Benny Blanco has this track on Spotify that's that's all that's what? yeah that's the only thing he has out yeah, that's weird. Oh, he worked on E Kids See Ghosts and Nas's album. Oh, that's cool. He's in high school. I, I, I don't know. He looks like Lil Dicky. <laughs> I'm wondering how he can only have one track on Spotify but have 16 million monthly listeners. Unless he's um he's doing like the fucking rapper Instagram thing where you delete all of your posts to promote promote something new. And he just took everything down except for this. I don't know. It looks like a, he's a kid in high school. Uh, 
He's worked on a whole bunch of stuff with fucking Kanye. That's, that's pretty big, and honestly. Kid Cudi. And Nas. I guess he's uh, living the dream. Yeah. Actually, looking here, this might be one of those um, Julia Michaels situations where he's been on, like, the, he's been in, like, the background yeah, of everything, right, working right. backstage, and now he's like, you know what? It's my time to shine. I can do it. Yeah. Like, I'm writing these songs anyway. I'm producing them anyway. I might as well just go for it. Thomas told me once that um, Halsey showed up to a party he was at and demanded other people's alcohol. <laughs> she didn't bring anything. She just thought she was hot shit. Yeah, I don't like her voice. She sounds like, like a lamb. Like a bad version of Stevie Nicks. <laughs> so much vibrato. I think it was Danny that pointed out to me. I'm like, ugh. You ruined a song for me. And she did, and that's okay. I'm better because of it. I wonder where Colin is. There he is. What's up, guy? I think he's like he's like 19 or 20. God, dude, young guns stepping yeah. up into the scene. He's got the voice of a grown man, though. Is that gonna be the only part they have him on? Because I hate you if that's. Yeah, you're a jackass, <laughs> Benny Blanco. For some reason, I still follow Halsey on Instagram, and. She was claiming like the the biggest like career move she made was putting out a song with her boyfriend G Easy, and it was called um, Him and I, and it's literally just a, a love song for each other, yeah. and it's not very good. I also really don't like G Easy's music. Get out of rap, bro! Come on, yeah, stop it. So they broke up, <laughs> right? And that's still like one of their top played songs. It exists. <laughs> <laughs> she should have known. He wrote that song for his last girlfriend to Ooh. sing on and then transferred it over to Halsey. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to be in love forever. So, yeah, let's just make this song to immortalize our relationship. Bye. Bye. At least it wasn't a tattoo. No, this is very true. Now it's even, now it's not, doesn't, now it doesn't just stick with them. It's out in the ether for everyone. Forever. For eternity. <laughs> Somewhere in this world, probably multiple places, that's someone's favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. I liked the, the 10 seconds Khalid was on. Otherwise, the production was kind of boring. Um, Benny Blanco kind of sounds like he's trying to ride that like post Malone vocal style wave. Mm-hmm. Which those are his influences. It, it, it works for some people, works not well for others. I don't know. It's kind of a boring track, and I don't like Halsey's voice. Yeah. So I didn't enjoy it either. Pass. Pass it. If you are to save it for Spotify. The end. Down thumb. <laughs> down thumb. Thumb down. Thumb down. When do you have closing, man? This is a Barlow team. We've had him on. He's a show veteran with Slug Mania. <laughs> the newest track, Time Zones. I need to learn some more about Slug Mania. Well, don't go to Spotify for it because there's nothing on here. Yeah, man. Barlow team is a... Uh... I've gotten him, recommended him pretty often. Yeah, I was about to say, we, we've had him before, right? Yeah. All of his, all of his album art is like food in different. It's like artistic representations of food, like a like a chocolate cupcake with flies around it. Nice. And like a three egg rolls wrapped together like a bundle of dynamite. And yeah, what's his what's his cover photo? It was like Vienna sausages and a fucking six shooter revolver. I think so. God damn it. 
I respect it. Definitely has that like um like kind of MF Jimmy sound, which I like. The beat's a little old school, mm-hmm. aside from the hi hats. But I like the like the caution noise. Like, mm-hmm. That's that's very old school. That's pretty good so far. I don't know, it's a little flow isn't anything to write home about. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's fun to kind of just like bow my head to. Yeah, it's, it fits in lane of like that um, like adult swim rap. Yeah. Where they have like a, like the kind of weird aggressive rap and then like lo-fi. Yeah, yeah. Is this Slug Mania? Slug Boy. Hey. He must have been really stoked to be on Spotify because Barlow Team brought him on. Because Barlow Team's got almost 180,000 monthly listeners. All right, so I, I think I want to go back to one of our previous episodes because I think we brought him up when he was just getting on Spotify, and he only had like one or two releases out, maybe. He was uh, We were like trying to find more information out about him. Mm-hmm. Now he's got it all flushed out. Which is super nice. It's it's kind of cool to see that evolution. Yeah. Abrupt stop. Yeah. Very cool. Got to keep it the extended mix going. This is true. It might be part of an upcoming album yeah. as well. I'm gonna put that on my uh, my Overwatch playlist. Actually, it's a good place for it. I think I think beats. I might throw that on mine too. Background beats. That's pretty cool. That was that was a good way to end. Yeah, man. I liked it. What was your What was your track of the week? It wasn't within the ruins. Yep. Um, let me see. We the first half was so strong. Yeah, it really was. It was a it was front loaded this week. Um, I'm not gonna select the churches one because even though it's really good and I'm gonna listen to it, it didn't hit me the same way Wonderland did. Yeah, yeah. They might not be, might not ever beat Wonderland. Um, all them all them witches <laughs> in your book was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> all them witches was fun. Yeah, I agree. With um, that. honestly, drug, I'm, drug I'm, church I was say I might go. Um, it's a nice tempo or drug church. Yeah. What are, what are you feeling? Uh, you know I gotta go with. I'm going with my boys. Black Peaks. Black Peaks. Oh, they, that's they true. Were, that was a really good track too. Although Drug Church made me almost made me change my mind. That was good. It was a really fun track. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and listen to their older music. Listen to Paul Walker. Yeah, same. I gotta check out Drug Church. You gotta check out Sonitas Tempo. Oh hell yeah. We gotta we gotta cancel within the ruins. <laughs> we gotta I'm not sure if they're fully canceled yet. Yeah. One more one more track will break my back though. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta ask Rise Against when the volume two piano editions ripoff of Doomsday is coming out. Oh hell yeah. And we got a lot coming on. I gotta check yeah. out Basement. Basement's really good. I would check out um Check out the last record they did. Hell yeah. It was very good. Well, that was, that was pretty nice. That, was, um, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, hopefully the, DMC has, the DMCAs haven't come yet, Chris. We're not getting Alex Jones yet. <laughs> not yet. They're not kicking us off of all media streaming platforms yet, but I feel like the day is coming. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> I feel like the day is approaching fast. The pale horse will arrive with death <laughs> on its back and say, 
no more streaming. And I'll say Shadow Facts, and he'll look at me and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Gandalf's horse. Gandalf's horse, you uh, fucking idiot. You fucking nerd. What was the name of the horse from the never-ending story that literally died of depression? I have no idea. <laughs> Let's, we have computers, but is that cheating? No. No. I only remember Atreyu. Chris, what song is this? This is an Origins of Style for myself. This is um, this is Sex Tape by Deftones yeah. off the album Diamond Eyes. Nice. And I started to get a little more shoegazy, a little less uh, new metal, which is save their career, I think. Artax, Chris. Artax is the Okay. Oh, God, that's so sad. It's much more sad as an adult. He died. He did not really die during the filming of The Swamp of Sadness scene. Common mythology, but... Well, where'd he go? I think he'd really die, as in, like, in the shoot. I think maybe in the, yeah, in the movie, yeah. Maybe that's just to make kids feel better, but, like, he literally submitted and sank into the swamp. He's not breathing down there. Oh, yeah, the article's saying he didn't die at IRL. Oh, they well, I fucking hope not. They didn't sacrifice art tax. We'd know all about the, the fucking controversy yeah. if they let an animal die on camera. That was like before like major PETA activity, I guess. It probably I, could have snuck under the radar. I don't know. There's a movie called Cannibal Holocaust that uh-huh. came out in the 80s. Yeah. I've seen it a couple of times. It's one of those movies that like it always makes a list of like, oh, like the most disturbing movies or whatever. Yeah. The director made the actors actually have sex with each other to make it like I guess Real. realistic or whatever. But there's a scene where they um they kill like a rabbit or something no they sh- they shoot a pig and the dude forgot to take the lens off the camera the first time so they killed two pigs wow there's also a scene where they take a machete to a giant turtle and de-shell it and show all the insides oh that's fucked up they got in a lot of trouble yeah they got in a lot of trouble yeah i, can I think imagine. somebody killed the director wow it's either that or um uh 500 or the swamp of sadness or the swamp of, one of fucking those. sadness yeah i'm glad that they had to clarify because there's one of those one of those fucking movies where one of the disturbing ones where somebody killed the director outside like the screening or some shit like that sure oh man and on that note this has been the weekly discovery that it has the the release radar hell yeah my name is JD Myers I'm Chris Morley thanks for joining keep it sleazy